What's up, guys? We're going to talk through another end of year tax slash planning move that you guys can think about. You know, even if it's in the early in the next year, these sorts of strategies are something you can really do anytime and think about anytime. Hopefully you're not, you know, in a crunch where you're having to do this at the very, very end of the year and can get ahead and start doing those early in the year. But either way, we're going to throw out some nuggets today and hopefully we can gain some value. So the what I wanted to talk about today is giving. So charitable giving strategies. So if you're the type that has is already giving charitably, whether it be a church or a charitable organization, you know, a cause that you care about, there's a bunch of different ways to do that. And so, of course, you know, you can just give cash to them or write a check or whatever. So that is the most common, I guess, way of giving that we see people using. And in that case, you just give the cash and you're potentially able to take a tax deduction, but only if you exceed what's called the standard deduction. So in other words, you have to be itemizing deductions. So that's what happens when you exceed the standard deduction. So you have to have compiled a certain number of deductions. That's a pretty decent sized number. It changes every year, but it's like, you know, 25,000 or something like that. You have to have exceeded that itemized deduction level or standard deduction level in order for this to become a potential tax deduction when you're giving cash. So what happens is a lot of times people think that they're getting a tax deduction and they're not. And since the tax law changed in 2018, that itemized or standard deduction number has gotten a lot higher. The standard deduction for 2022, it's a $25,900 for a married filing jointly. And then for a single, it's $12,950. Head of household, it's $19,400. So you're probably going to be listening to this in 2023. So it'll be a little higher than that. 2023 numbers are 27,700 for filing jointly. Single is 13,850. And then head of household is 20,800. What I was saying before is you have to have enough deductions to hit that level. And at that point you start to itemize. Otherwise you just get that flat number as a deduction. Everybody is. So the big things, the most common things people deduct that kind of fall under this category are your mortgage interest, your state income tax, which caps out at 10,000 right now, and charitable giving. Mortgage interest, this is not the technically correct way to figure your mortgage interest. You can go on your website and or your uh, login and figure out the exact number. But if you're just doing like napkin math, you can basically just take the balance you owe, multiply by the interest rate. And that's like a rough, rough idea of what you are going to pay in interest for the year. So if you owe a million dollars on a mortgage, that, that's another thing. I just reminded myself of another rule. There's a limit you can deduct on mortgage interest too. It's $750,000 balance. There's some parameters and limits on what you can deduct for mortgage interest. If your mortgage, so let's use the $500,000 mortgage because you for sure can deduct that. So $500,000 mortgage, let's say the interest rate on that is 3%. If you're getting it right now, I guess it'd be higher than that. But let's just say you got a while ago and it's 3%. So what is that? 15000 a year. I got to check my math. I think it's 15000 a year. So 500000 times 3% is 15000 a year. So 
ballpark. It's not going to be exact, but that's just to do napkin math. Plus, if you're making a high income, you're probably going to max out that state income tax deduction. So that's 10000 So 15000 plus 10000 that's 25000 If you're married filing jointly, you're in 2023, you're still slightly below that 27700 So giving to charitable organizations, you're going to have to... So 10000 plus 15, that's twenty five. You're going to have to give another $2,700 before you get any have any effect on your taxes. If you exceed that number, that's when you start to move the needle on tax deductions. So that, there's a way to um, kind of work around this, especially if you're retired. And that's the tax consideration I wanted to talk about today. So if you are older and retired and you're taking, well, I guess you don't have to be retired or even older, but if you're taking RMDs from an IRA, that's a required minimum distribution. Hopefully, if you're taking that, you know what this is, but that's like the annual required amount you have to take out. So if you're doing that, you can choose to give that to a charity under this QCD rule. And basically, you don't get to deduct it, but you don't have to take the income. So that's especially beneficial for the person that doesn't have enough deductions to take itemized deductions for charitable giving. So the scenario I was just talking about, if your mortgage and your income tax just still only gets you to 25000 and you're going to give $2,000, you are not going to get any tax benefit if you do it the normal way. So that's a worthwhile consideration to say, oh, maybe I should give my RMD and it's going to be 2000 so I'll actually get a tax benefit because I get to take a pre-tax asset and use it to give, and then there's no tax due on it. So that's an especially valuable strategy for those of you that are well below that standard deduction. It can, you know, be worthwhile. So that's the one I wanted to talk about today is using this QCD rule when you're so basically giving RMDs from your IRA instead of just you know, writing checks to a charitable organization. And the thing you want to think about for that is, first of all, are you in that situation where you're taking RMDs or are your parents in that situation or your grandparents, somebody in your family is taking RMDs. And if you know they're charitable or if you're charitable, it's for sure worthwhile to at least check that one out for your situation. Because in a lot of cases, it does make a whole lot of sense. So check that one out. If you haven't already, we'll dig into the next idea next time. Please know that anything I've said today in this podcast should not be considered advice. It is completely for educational and entertainment purposes only. It would be best to view me as just another guy talking about money on the internet. For advice, please consult your advisors. If you don't happen to have a financial advisor already, I happen to know a firm that's absolutely fantastic. It's actually the firm I started and currently run now, Ren Financial Planning. And we would love to get to know you better and see if we might be able to help. Feel free to reach out anytime to schedule an introductory meeting. You can find more info about us at www.renfinancial.com.